Taz Show Podcast. Got a text message here. Taz and Jim, why don't you ask the listeners who actually is a fan of daylight savings? Should we just keep it standard time? Just roll with this? Deal with it? Because in the summertime, and now especially since I have a kid, it stays light way too late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Till like nine, quarter after nine sometimes. Well, his thing is, he'll say, Daddy, no go to bed. It's not dark yet. Mm-hmm. Now I'm putting him to bed. I can't wait this afternoon. He's going to bed at 3.30. <laughs> but in the summertime, it's like 11.30. It's still the sun's yeah. blaring through the window. Mm-hmm. I, I This debate goes on every year. I'd like their, them to take it away just so we don't have to have the debate. Like, I don't know who is helping anymore. So let's just, yeah, let's just get over it. But uh, to be honest, it's kind of a fun novelty every once in a while on the weekend when you get an extra hour. It's fun in the in the fall. Yeah, fall this one back was fun. is fun. Spring forward is brutal. It's the yin and yang of life, Taz. Yeah, you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. A survey done by CBS News says most people would be for getting rid of uh, daylight saving time and they would want to stick with standard time. Did I I thought I heard over the weekend that BC says they're no longer going to do this. Like they're the first province to get rid of it or maybe they're just voting on it right now but so they're going to get rid of it and we're going to keep doing it. I, I guess. Isn't so. this something we should just do as a country? <laughs> Seems like it'd be an easy move. Daylight saving affects your health as well. It messes with your sleep patterns. It uh, causes more heart attacks in the spring. Wow. Yeah, that spring forward really gets you. Many studies have found people suffer from more heart attacks the morning after we spring forward in March. But usually, just so you're not all freaked out, I know I'm a hypochondriac. It's people with existing uh, serious heart disease that seem to have problems with it. That's wild. One hour of sleep will do that to you. Higher rates of obesity. Great. We got something to blame it on. <laughs> yeah, that one hour. I ate so much. Yeah, I ate an extra sandwich on the weekend because I had an hour to kill. Oh, what was I thinking? I'm obese. Depression, diabetes, all affected by daylight saving. Wow. Causes more car crashes, especially in the spring when you spring forward and everyone loses an hour. And uh, I, I'm really, I'm not seeing a lot of positives on this list. Of effects of daylight saving, so maybe there's even less car crashes this Monday, though. Like it, if it does the reverse, because we have an extra hour of sleep, so nobody's getting an accident. Well, that's the thing; we wouldn't know. Yeah. We wouldn't <laughs> know. We'll never know if there would have been more car crashes today if we yeah. didn't fall back. Hmm. Hello, darkness, my old friend. It's getting dark at four p.m. And this uplifting story that has been in the news today, a uh, a guy posted this on Twitter. His name's Jason. He says, my son Cade had his 11th birthday party last night. None of his invited friends came. That hurt. I'm asking my Twitter friends to show him some love today. If you have a minute, please send him a birthday wish. And he tagged Mitch Marner, John Tavares, Toronto Maple Leafs. The kid's wearing a Leafs shirt in the picture. He's standing in front of a uh, table with empty chairs, and he's got his his Toronto Maple Leafs cake in front of him. And it worked. Toronto Maple Leafs stepped up to the plate. Marner and Tavares both sent him well wishes on Twitter. Yeah, they both said uh, happy birthday. Uh, Mitch Marner said your friends from the Maple Leafs have a, a surprise gift coming your way. John Tavares said... 
All your friends on the team look forward to celebrating with you. I'm hearing it's going to be quite the surprise. Cool. And other celebrities, the Prime Minister uh, sent this kid birthday wishes. You had Major League Baseball players, Dev. Yeah, Ben Stiller uh, wished him a happy birthday. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr., randomly from the Houston Astros, uh, said he said happy birthday. Said if he wants to get together in Toronto when the Astros play there in May, he would do that. <laughs> Just like people were coming out of the woodwork to make him happy birthday. Wish him happy birthday. I hope the kid is happy. I, I think that's great. But what I don't understand as a father, I'm trying to think. If my kid threw a birthday party, we throw a party for him, and none of nobody shows up, none of his friends come to the party, am I going to take a picture of him and post that on social media? Doesn't that make it worse? I think so. Like, hey, uh, nobody came to my son's party. Here he is, like, in probably the lowest moment of his life. Here's a picture of him standing next to the cake with uh, a, a set table for 20 people, but nobody's here. But probably the kids don't have Twitter in his class because he's oh, 11. Are you kidding me? This is going to make it worse. The kids at school are going to see this, and they're going to make fun of the guy. For sure. It, it, oh, it, nobody came to your birthday party. I, I read it. Your dad posted all about it on your social dad media. Had to come rescue you. It, it, maybe if if all the celebrities didn't respond, if that was just a like a low reaction post. But how do you make fun of them? Mitch Marner and Tavares now know who this kid is. You got Luke Skywalker tweeting them. Mark I, Hamill tweeted him. That's right. Like it's tough for a kid to stand out to be cool. This is his opportunity. Yeah, to, to I, I don't make know other, about that. I, like how? I, I've never thrown a birthday party for a kid for, before. How, as a parent, do you invite people to it, have a cake, set everything up, and you're surprised no one shows up? Get an RSVP list going. Have people let you know. Call the parents. Hey, are you guys coming? Make sure you got the numbers before. Like, it almost seems, and I'm not saying this is the case with this kid, but I could see some copycats setting up fake birthday parties that nobody shows up to for their kids, just trying to get free stuff from celebrities. It's not even a real kid. <laughs> Google image, Getty hey, image search. can I borrow? Yeah, I'm going to start renting my son out to be a fake birthday party that nobody showed up to kid on social media so people can try and get free gifts from, uh, from celebrity athletes and actors. Still, bottom line, though, this kid probably went to bed with a smile, and if this Twitter post never happened, he pr- would have been had a, he would have had a terrible day. Dad, why did you post that nobody showed up to my birthday party on your Twitter feed? Well, son, I just wanted to prove that nobody who actually knows you likes you, but a bunch of strangers who don't know who you are think you're great. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we're going to Toronto. <laughs> and we got free leaves, tickets. <laughs> going first class, baby. I don't even like hockey, Dad. Shut up, kid. You got a question. A question about custody or a neighbor. Ask a lawyer. Ask a lawyer. If you've got a question you want to ask a lawyer, we open the phones up here, let you call us in the studio, and we got a bunch ready to go. Ian Snedden, partner with Cohen Hiley, is here. You ready, Ian? I'm ready. Leslie is up first. Go ahead, Leslie. What's your question for Ian? Hi there, Ian. I manage a storage facility, and the Canadian laws regarding the uh, abandonment and auction of those units are uh, it's a little bit gray. Um, anyway, my question is, if I have customers who 
have not made any payment in over four months. We usually auction at 90 days. But if I have customers that haven't made a payment in, say, 120, because I'm a softy, mm-hmm. let's say they're into me for about $600, and I've gone through um, emails, phone calls, letters, and then sent a registered letter, day of the auction. Um, so they come in, they make a partial payment of like 40 bucks. Do I have to accept it, or can I demand full payment and go ahead with the or or go ahead with the auction? Okay, I'm not familiar with the Canadian laws regarding storage facilities and and auctioning. Uh, if you wanted an in depth answer, though, one of my partners, Ben Blay, um, he has a great deal of knowledge on on debtor creditor. But I would think um, that uh, partial payment would not be acceptable. Do they sign a contract, presumably? Would they sign a contract when they put uh, things into the storage facility? They do. They do. And normally, there's a chain of events that have to take place before we can auction. However, like I said, I'm a softie, and I have a bunch of people coming in making partial payments, but then I'm carrying their debt. Um, ARs are getting terrible because of I'm being too nice. And then I have people who are paying $40 on a $600 debt. Well, it sounds like you went above it. and beyond to notify them yeah. that uh, they owed you the money and that the auction was going to happen. They obviously knew the auction was happening because they showed up the day of the auction. Right. Yeah, I'm not yeah, familiar with this particular piece of legislation, but I'd be very surprised if Leslie has to take $40 on a $600 debt. Leslie, right. what's the coolest thing you've ever auctioned off out of it? I love storage wars. <laughs> We actually do the auctions just like on television, too, which um, we cut the lock. We have no idea what's in there. We cut the lock, and people come and have a look. I love it. Um, now, I'm not sure how, how, according to Hoyle, that is, because I think that you are required to catalog everything that's in it and get fair market value for the person's goods. And if they owe me 600 I take the 600 out. The rest goes in an envelope for that person. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I think that's just right. But the weirdest thing I've ever seen... Not weirdest thing, but the coolest thing I guess I've ever seen. There was a locker of memorabilia, and there was a spice rack of little tiny porcelain Campbell's soup cans that was awesome. The fellow that bought it is in Chatham, and he has a secondhand store in Chatham. And apparently that's where Campbell's soup used to be canned, so he thought this was the this was the mother load. He could ask whatever he wanted for this really cute little display rack. One person's trash is yeah, another, but I've, another I've treasure. Less trash. Has, that's for another day. <laughs> yeah, Thanks very much, fellas. Hey, how do people... I want to go to one of these auctions. Where do we find <laughs> the details on storage unit auctions? Uh, I will email you, Taz, and believe me, the, the people that attend are every bit as eccentric as the ones on television. Awesome. <laughs> that's fun. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, Extra, extra, read all about it, extra. Fake news you choose is the name of the game, and Catherine is our contestant. Hello there. Morning. How you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, We are going to give you headlines. Some of them are real. Some of them are completely fake. We have made them up here, Jim and I, and uh, we've tried to make them as outrageous as the real headlines. So it's it's not as easy as you may think here, Catherine. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. First headline reads, Someone dressed as Jesus sucker punched a cop on Halloween. Fake news you choose. Um, I'd say that's true. Yes. You are fake news. That is not what Jesus would do. <laughs> it happened in San Diego outside of a bar. Cop was sucker punched by a guy dressed as Jesus. 
He ran away. Uh, cops say they're on in pursuit of a man in a white uh, robe, six foot two, red sash, possibly a fake beard and wig. And they did chase him for a while, but the suspect uh, was able to evade police when he ran across the lake. <gasps> Maybe it was him. <laughs> <laughs> Next headline. A guy weaponized a cat by shaking it and throwing it in a cop's face. These <laughs> cops have a rough go. Uh, true. Yeah. You are fake news. <laughs> that one's true, too. Happened in uh, Russia, Moscow. Uh, cops showed up to apprehend a guy. He grabbed a cat. It's like a scene out of a movie. Shook the cat up to Activated aggravate it. it. Yeah. It's like pulling the pin on the grenade yeah, yeah. and then threw it in the cop's face. <laughs> he uh, was arrested. Violence against a public official. He's now facing up to five years in prison. <laughs> Next headline. Minnesota man rescued after five days on roof when ladder fell as he put up Christmas lights. Fake news you choose. <laughs> Sounds like a scene out of a movie. I'm going to say that's fake. Not real. It is you fake. are fake news. I can believe it, though. It's probably See, been guys straight up there. Maybe not five country, days. Yeah, yeah. You lived in the country. You didn't have neighbors right next door. An old town or an old uh, farmhouse. Tall. You never know. That was a great fake headline. Yeah, how right? dare you second guess that? <laughs> Come on, Catherine. Okay, Catherine. Next one. Uh, guy dressed as Super Mario attacked by gang of plumbers who were offended by his Halloween costume. Fake news yeah. you choose. I'm going to say true. No. Failing <laughs> pile of garbage. No, no, he got beat up by the Anti-Italian Defamation League. That's a me, a Mario. Whoops. Final headline. Let's see if you can get this one right. Woman claims she's a werewolf, allegedly bites friend's ear off. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, tr- I'm going to say true. Yep. You are fake news. Happened not far from here, down in Michigan. 44-year-old woman bit her friend's ear off and told authorities, hey, it's not my fault. I'm a werewolf. And <laughs> <laughs> full moon. What are they supposed to do? <laughs> they, didn't, uh, they didn't believe her, and then she got aggravated and shook up a cat and threw it in her face. <laughs> Jim, you sound like you're doing a little bit better. You're sick, it seemed like, for three or four weeks there. Yeah. Uh, well, I was stuffed up and had, you know, like a classic runny nose cold going on forever, but then... I was getting for the first time ever what I assume are sinus headaches just because it would always be my left side, like right behind my eye. Uh-huh. And just like a pulsing headache that wouldn't go away unless I took Sudafed or Tylenol or something. And Better it, now, though? Is that yeah, gone? I, I don't know. I just took a Tylenol this morning, but uh, yesterday it was still going strong when I was eating breakfast. It sucks. Man. You're still getting over it. Would you uh, get the flu on purpose if you got paid for it? As someone who's just been getting over being sick for weeks, if somebody said, I will pay you to give yourself the flu, how much would uh, would you have to get paid? To give me the flu? You're going to get so the I flu. So I get a week, like how long, for a week? I don't know. How long does the flu last? I'd say seven days, maybe, a max. A week, maybe two weeks? Okay, I'll say a week. 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Because I get the week off work, you know. <laughs> I will pay them. No, <laughs> give, I, I give me a little vial yeah. of the flu. I'll give them 120 bucks. If somebody paid me a grand, I would do it for a grand. 
there's a uh, study going on the National Institute of Health down in the United States, four locations, Baltimore, St. Louis, Cincinnati, and Durham, North Carolina. All those places are looking for 80 volunteers who will get paid $3,300 to Mm. get the flu on purpose. They want to monitor the symptoms to infect yourself. This sounds disgusting. I don't like this part. Yeah, and I also like the doctor's prodding and poking at me like i want to be at home on the couch you know how you uh, inject your or infect yourself how nasal spray really so you just shoot it right up there like the sudafed that you've been hooked Good on lord sudafed's not the stuff you spray up your nose it's a, it's a pill that's like dristran or something Dristan. like that or there's like there's a bunch of different salinex is what i think yeah of. yeah but yeah, it would be like a Salinex situation where you huh. just shoot it right up your nose. I thought a sick guy would just cough in your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they do it? They make you play the uh, spit take challenge. <laughs> the FM96 spit take challenge with someone who's already infected. Yeah. So you would do bucks. it for $3,300. I, I don't know. I don't like the idea of being a lab rat, but maybe for 3000 bucks I would do it. You know, the, it's when you get the flu shot, sometimes you get the flu. Afterwards, yeah, that's what some people say, but doctors say no, but that's not the case. You were you already had it, yeah, but they do inject know. you with the flu. We're getting messages from people in the uh medical field, Jim. First of all, they think you have a bad sinus infection and you should go to the doctor to get some medicine for it. Mm-hmm. That's number one, okay. Number two. Hi, Taz and Jim. I'm a registered nurse listening to your show. Love it. Listen every day. But what Jim just said about the flu is incorrect. I'm glad Taz tried to correct him. It is impossible to get the flu from the flu shot. This type of comment contributes to anti-vaxxers and is dangerous for our society. Thank you. Mm. So you don't get the flu from the flu shot. My bad. You seem to be biting your tongue over there, Jim. Does I, are you an anti-vaxer? <laughs> Absolutely not. But I also don't trust pharmaceutical companies to a certain extent. You just love conspiracies. It's not necessarily a conspiracy. The, the anti-vax stuff is can be a conspiracy. But like I, you know, I, uh, I'm just I like to take everything with a grain of salt. Okay. Even even, you know, I like I. I if that's what a nurse says, you can't get the flu. And I Googled it after two, and apparently that's true. So, <laughs> But I'm just you saying, like, I am not, like, as, as much as I'm not an anti-vaxxer, I'm not surprised that people don't trust Big certain, certain oh, things. There's a lot of comes, money in drugs. Hey, look at the opioid epidemic. You know what I mean? Like, it was all good 10 years ago, and look what happened. You peacock, cock. You peacock, cock. Time for sports. What do you got, Devin Peacock? Well, here's something to make uh, everyone in London feel old. Mm -hmm. Corey Perry is going to retire. Three games away from playing in his 1,000th game in the NHL. His resume is just ridiculous. So, as as we know, he's won the OHL Championship, Memorial Cup, Stanley Cup, World Junior Gold, World Cup, World Championship Gold, and he's won two Olympic Golds. But he's not retiring. He's not retiring. But he's about to play his 1,000th game. He will become the 339th player in NHL history to do that. Just 81 players who have played 1,000 games have gone on to become a Hall of Famer. Corey Perry will be a Hall of Famer. And it just seems like yesterday that the Knights were going 31 games undefeated to start the season en route to winning their first Memorial Cup. And now Corey Perry 
is... Does uh, it really feel like yesterday? It feels like about 13, 14 years ago to me. It seems <laughs> like, like, uh, like 6,000 yesterdays. Because <laughs> it was... I was in high school. doesn't feel like that long ago, though. I wasn't even living in London yet. And I've been back here for almost 15 years. Seems like a long time ago, Dev. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, so, like, you're, 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 you, you don't feel old. In that time, I have gotten married and had two children. So, like, sit, like he's the... I'm not... Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said I don't feel old. I feel old every day. I'm just... Like, I watched Corey Perry play, uh, like, pretty much every game that season. Mm-hmm. And not that his career is over now, but he's in the back nine. Yeah. And so when his like when 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 you have those situations where like a, a player's entire career welcome comes, like it's, it's happened to the Tash Show like, podcast the entire player's career comes and goes and you're just still sitting here you know what it is <laughs> like what the it's Devin has looked like he's fifty years old since he was twenty so you haven't changed at all Dev you're in the same building you look exactly the same. Corey I Perry. Used to, I used to have hair. Corey Perry, he got he got out of this small one horse town and he did something with his life. <laughs> That's right. I'm wasting my time with you guys long enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying out for the ducks. I quit. <laughs> but I know, I don't yeah, I guess it is you know, we always complain when, you know, people get drafted yeah. when they're super young and then, you know, when now kids are getting drafted when they've been born after two thousand. Well is Corey Perry the last NHLer still is he the only guy from that uh yeah that Memorial Cup Championship Knights team playing in the NHL? Yeah, but as you note, it's not a big deal. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it's not a big deal. So I cares, mean, right? it just to me, it seems like a lot has gone on <laughs> since Corey Perry won the Memorial Cup. <laughs> hmm. He's no, he is the last. I mean, um, Dan Girardi uh, re- recently retired. He was one of the last few stragglers right. from that team, and now it's just Corey Perry. Well. Time is flying by if you're Devin Peacock. (laughs) Seems like just yesterday, doesn't it, Dev? Just yesterday. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.